The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. So on Saturday, an 18-year-old man called Peyton Gendron, well, he stands accused of killing 10 people at a supermarket in Buffalo. And uh, the evidence against him is pretty strong because he wrote in increasing detail over the past five months of his plans to murder dozens of black people, wrote about it in statements posted online. We're joined by Marion McKeown and Cal Thomas. And Cal, I don't know how many times over the years we've spoken on this programme with you about the American tendency to carry guns and use them and the mass shootings uh, that have resulted. So I'm not particularly interested in getting back into that particular discussion and debate again. But I'm more interested in the overt racism which has now permeates American society and media, which seems to have encouraged uh, this young man, uh, particularly this idea of uh, the great replacement. Uh, What's your take on what happened? Well, Matt, uh, for those who are not familiar, the great replacement theory is a a racist uh, ideology that believes uh, black people, especially those who are immigrants from Uh, other countries are uh, somehow replacing white people in America. This goes back over a hundred years to a a senator from the South named Bilbo who promoted this sort of thing. But he wasn't alone. I mean, we we have had uh, especially Democrats who opposed civil rights legislation. One Democrat founded the Ku Klux Klan uh, anti, uh, who, uh, that was a racist and uh, anti-Semitic organization. Look, this kid, this 18-year-old uh, Gendron, uh, was, has a mental illness. He was confined to a hospital last year uh, for mental illness treatment. Why didn't this come up on the computer of the gun shop where he bought this assault rifle? That's a question that the FBI is, is investigating. He left a suicide note at his home and drove three hours from his home to Buffalo. Why didn't his parents see that? He stockpiled weapons and other materials in his room. Uh, why didn't the parents uh, see that? So there, there's a lot of other stuff that's being investigated, including the 600 pages of stuff that he had posted online where he he said what he was going to do weeks ago. Why wasn't this kid stopped from this? These are all questions that need to be answered, aside from racism in America and gun control, in my view. Yeah, and we'll go to that again in relation to the availability of guns. But this great replacement theory, yes, it has been present and it keeps resurfacing over the last century or so. But it has become very prevalent in recent times, Cal, in the United States, not just across social media where nearly anything can be published, but we're back to talking about the likes of Tucker Carlson again. And with a mass audience on Fox News, he has stated baldly that the great replacement theory is true. Well, I don't believe that, Matt, and I'm a conservative and I oppose that. Uh, view. I, uh, you know, the, the church I go to has a pastor who is a person of color. We have a uh, integrated church with people from Cuba and Mexico, Puerto Rico, all kinds of countries. We sing hymns together. We pray together. Uh, I grew up in Washington, D.C. area where uh, segregation existed in the, uh, in the late 50s and early 60s. Uh, I, I, I reject all of this stuff. It's horrible, and it's bigoted, and it is, it's opposed to everything I believe in. Having said that, 
I want to know what the purpose uh, or the policy of the Biden administration is in, in allowing for basically open borders. Why are they doing this? These are people who are violating our immigration laws written by Democrats and Republicans in Congress. Why are they doing this? They're claiming the border is secure, but it's not if you look at the video. And while I don't believe in replacement uh, uh, theory, uh, I would like to know from the administration why they're not enforcing the, our immigration laws. It wasn't an immigrant who killed all these people in Buffalo. It That's was an true. American citizen. Yeah, but uh, the question remains, Matt, why didn't the authorities step in when all of the... He, he basically had a red light flashing on his head. He said he was going to what he was going to do. He said where he was going to do it. Uh, he, he is a mental case, obviously, why didn't somebody in law enforcement or the local community step in and stop him before he did it? Okay, Marion McKeown, what do you make of all of this? Uh, you know, okay, first of all, I agree with several things Cal said, that why, uh, how could this kid, well, for starters, we know that his father gave him a gun for his 16th birthday, so it suggests that the parental supervision was at lax at best, or, or was supportive of him having guns. We don't that for a fact, but if your dad gives you a gun and the kid had clear mental issues, as Cal said, well, then, you know, that, you have, that raises a red flag for starters. But really, how how is an 18-year-old with uh, mental problems who has threatened to kill people in schools. How are these kids able to get guns? Now, I know Cal has often, you know, sites somewhere like Chicago where there were six people killed last weekend as proof that it's not just, um, you know, these attacks that are racially motivated, but there are so many of them. And we do see that these people... Look, let's just remember Charlottesville back in, in 2017 when you had the crowds chanting, Jews will not replace us. A perfect example of the replacement theory. Donald Trump the next day said that there were very fine people on both sides. You had Trump claiming that three million undocumented Americans came in to vote for Hillary Clinton, that the exact number that she won the popular vote by, again, more replacement theory. They're bringing people in over the borders to vote for Democrats and that we're never going to win elections again. As recently as last week or the week before, J.D. Vance won um, the, the Republican nomination for the Senate contest in Ohio by spouting this replacement theory ad nauseum and also claiming that uh, Biden is allowing people to come across the border and allowing fentanyl to come across the border because he wants to kill Trump supporters and that that's the best way to target them. So you've all this crazy stuff going on. But Cal, can I just pick you up on the border thing? If you look at the statistics, you look at the number of arrests on the border, the border monitoring, and it, it shows any number of ways where the Biden administration is more proactive than the Trump administration. There are no open borders at the moment. That is an absolute myth. And uh, Title 42 is still in place, which means nobody's coming over the border, Cal. So just as a matter of fact, people are not coming over the border. There are no open borders. Even people who can legitimately seek asylum are not being allowed over oh, the okay. borders at the moment. Marion, Marion, yes, please. Cal, go on, I, go love on. You. I love you, Marion. I really do. But you, and you, you too, you know, Cal. You've got Believe you got to believe the video. All you have to do is turn on the television and you see hundreds and hundreds and even thousands of people pouring over the border. The border patrol is overwhelmed. Uh, you've seen, uh, if you're watching the right channels, border patrol agents interviews saying. We can't control this. Uh, the fentanyl is coming in from China over the border. I mean, this is a major crisis, even bigger than the baby formula problem that we talked about last week. 
what you want to respond to that, Marion, before um, I ask you the next yeah, question? Okay, very very briefly, Cal. The 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 you know the the number of arrests, the number of people who have the border, it has dropped dramatically, largely because of Title Forty Two. That's still in place. Videos are being shown all the time on various channels. They're not necessarily current videos. So I would say that, it, as a matter of fact, the border crossings have dropped. Yeah, dramatically. because in, in fairness, Cal, I mean, I, would, I wouldn't trust Fox News to be showing up-to-date oh videos. Oh my they? Pictures Wait, are pictures. Come on, pictures would, can would you, be old. It, pictures can oh be from months goodness. ago, years ago. They're live pictures. They're shot with drones. Tune in and see for yourself. You can't fake a live picture. This is just denial, Matt. It's just denial. The fact is they're crossing the border illegally in major numbers. There are uh, people who are convicted criminals who are coming in. There are people who are deported who are coming back. There is fentanyl that's coming in, record amounts. It's, some of it is being uh, uh, grabbed by federal authorities. You can see pictures of that. Pictures don't lie. They're not old pictures. They're current pictures. Okay, very briefly, Cal, the amount of fentanyl that came in under the Trump administration was up by 45%. It was a 45% increase. The Biden administration has doubled the number of people who are on the border to tackle that problem. But look, we're getting away from the gun issue here. And I, just Sorry, want to get I, back actually, to I don't want to get to the gun issue for a second, Marion, because what I want to ask you about is... You, you mentioned J.D. Vance, uh, who was yeah. the author of Hillbilly Elegy, which actually was a really interesting book. He's been a massive disappointment ever since the way that he has developed. But that's another issue. There are other politicians who were also singing this great replacement theory. And getting Absolutely. back to what I put to Cal, the likes of Tucker Carlson on Fox stating yeah. it as a fact. I mean, how dangerous is that? Well, you know, this Tucker Carlson is a populist. He never lets facts get in the way. He's also a white supremacist. He never lets facts get in the way of his crazy theories. He's a conspiracy theorist. Uh, but yes, it, it, his show is the highest watched show on Fox News. And probably in America, he does have a position of power. He does have a position where a lot of people presumably will believe him. Uh, and hence, you, you know, you, you have these surging numbers. But then when it tax, look, even when Kyle Rittenhouse uh, killed those people after Kenosha. Now, he didn't kill black people. He killed white people, but he was De- he was absolutely deified by Republicans like Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene. They offered him jobs. It's like, yeah, you go, you kill those people. The glorification of gun violence in America is appalling. Um, and particularly in this context, in the context of this totally false great replacement theory. I mean, just factually, America is 12 percent black people. The black population of America is 12 percent. That's it. You know, so I mean, it, it like, you know, just basic math shows how absurd it Cal- is. I want to go back to Cal because, Cal, uh, President Joe Biden has made a speech in Buffalo in the last half hour in which he has condemned this act of what he described as domestic terrorism. He's also said the American experiment, democracy, is in its greatest danger of my lifetime. I would suggest that's not because he's fearful of immigrants coming over the border. It's because he's fearful of those living in America who are trying at this stage from the right to stoke dissent and who are engaging in exceptionally dangerous hyperbole, which is acted upon by the likes of Peyton Gendron. Well, there were 10 people killed over the weekend in Chicago. The president is not going there. Tragically, there were 10 people also killed in Buffalo. But what you have is a narrative in the major media and among certain politicians on the left that uh, if black 
kill black, it's not a big issue. If white kills black, then it's an example of racism. There are more African-American people killed in America on an average weekend in our major cities than were in Buffalo, New York. Now, I don't agree with the president, that, but I don't agree with uh, Tucker Carlson either. Uh, Tucker Carlson, at, at the height, has about 3 million viewers in a nation of over 300 million citizens. Uh, and granted, a lot of people tune into this to get their biases reaffirmed. But I don't think he's the problem. I, as I said earlier, it's, uh, it's this kid, this 18-year-old, sent signals over and over again over many months of what he was about to do, and no responsible authority stepped in to stop him. That's not an example of the failure of democracy. That's an example of failure of people who are charged with uh, taking oaths and, uh, and enforcing the law of doing their job. It's also a failure of gun control, though, isn't it, Marion? Well, no, I mean, yeah, and you know, I, w- I would like to just deal with that because I know this this argument can be a very passionate argument. Just can I address, Cal, very quickly on, on you're right, a, a lot of people were killed in Chicago last weekend with gun violence and the weekend before and every weekend. But look, you're, you've got to look at the statistics, otherwise this gets really emotive. Uh, in Illinois is actually one of the lowest total rates of deaths from gun violence in America. Chicago is a city of three million people. So if you look at the fact that 45, more than 45,000 people last year died from gun violence in America. It's staggering. But very few of those deaths happened in places like New York, where the per capita rate is only about five per, per 100,000. You go to the states like with all the southern governors, Louisiana, Mississippi, Wyoming, Missouri, Alabama, um, Montana, etc. And they're at 28 people per, per 100,000, so six times more than New York. Illinois is at about 13 or 14. It's actually quite low. So I think that Chicago gets completely taken out of proportion. But one of the things I am concerned about is a law that's going to be reviewed by the Supreme Court of Gun Law in New York. It's the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. And it looks very like the, new, the Supreme Court is going to overrule a law that that will then have the effect of allowing anyone in New York to carry a concealed weapon in any public place they choose. And if you think that isn't going to increase gun violence, then, you know, I I can sell you a a very big bridge from anywhere you want. Because if you look at all the countries that currently allow concealed carry, their death rates from gun violence is about six times higher, as I said, than New York. And the Supreme Court is very likely going to do this. And you're going to have even more gun violence after that. The magazine that Gendron used is illegal in New York. It didn't stop him from getting it. I repeat a question I've often asked on this program. Show me a law that a lawbreaker will abide by and I will be for it. Evil will find a way to commit evil, no matter how many laws are passed. That's why there are so many people in prison. If you ask prisoners... uh, why didn't you obey the law? They can't give you a, they, their answer would probably be, I thought I could get away with it. So give me a law that people who are intent on killing other people, whether it be with guns, knives, bombs, whatever, that will keep them from doing it, and I'll support it. Okay, Cal, can I just say to that, I agree with you. People will break laws and criminals will get guns illegally. But it's no coincidence that in America, the eight states that have the strictest gun control laws are also the eight states that have the fewest deaths from gun violence. We leave it on that note. Okay, we leave it there. Thank you very much. Marion McKeown and Cal Thomas. 
The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.